Hi, this is Carol Miller, and welcome to our Get the Let Out calendar. On August 6, 1979, Led Zeppelin were in between two shows at the Nebworth Festival on two consecutive Saturdays. Zeppelin's new album, In Through the Outdoor, was not out yet, so Robert Plant was asked to describe the new songs that they did not play at Nebworth. Here's one of Robert's song descriptions. South Dance Warriors is a, a reminiscent of, uh, I suppose, about five o'clock in the morning in New Orleans. I'm wishing you got the strength you had at 9 a.m. Yes. <laughs> it's one of them. But it's a real good one. That has a nice belt-in thing. And that's probably the more typical uh-huh. thing that people could immediately go, ah, oh, that's a bit like uh, Custard Pie or something yeah, like that. Well, the Wanton Song. Wanton Song, yeah, it's got a kind of drive. The two shows at the Nebworth Festival wound up being Led Zeppelin's final British performances. On August 7th, 1971, Led Zeppelin played the first of two nights at the Casino in Montreux, Switzerland. This was Zeppelin's second time there after a show the previous year. The Casino had become a grand European destination for concertgoers, with 2,000 people inside, but many others outside. It was Zeppelin manager Peter Grant's idea to provide outdoor speakers to broadcast the show to all the fans outside the casino who didn't have tickets. Here's a taste of what they heard. On August 8th, 1969, Led Zeppelin played a double feature with Jethro Tull in San Bernardino, California. They played at the National Orange Showgrounds at an area called the Swing Auditorium. Before either band played, the show opened with a local act called The Caretakers. A crowd of 7,500 attended on a day with temperatures in the 90s and apparently some indoor humidity. So they played something without guitar. On August 9th, 1979, Led Zeppelin were getting ready for their second appearance at the Nebworth Festival in England. Selections of Zeppelin's performances including the Nebworth shows, turned up on an official Led Zeppelin DVD release 30-some years later. John Paul Jones says there's a commonality between the Zeppelin of 69 and the Zeppelin of 79. Yeah, you can see it in the Nebworth. Bonds and I are still watching each other, and making sure everything's right and right place, and is constant adjusting. And, and that was always there. And every concert is given the same commitment and the same weight and the same treatment. Whether it's in front of 20 people or 20,000, it's always the same. Everybody tries all the time and, you know, it's not, oh, well, this is, it doesn't matter what we do here. Or, there was never, it was always a very professional attitude. Fifty years ago, around August 10th, 1968, John Bonham finally accepted Jimmy Page's repeated offers to come and rehearse with this new Yardbirds lineup he'd been putting together. I had it in my mind ex- exactly what, what I wanted to try and get together. And then it was just a matter of, of searching around for the right personnel that could, that could pull it off. Although I, I had in mind a, a very powerful drummer, um, you know, I wasn't ready for John Bonham, I must say he was uh, beyond the realms of anything that I could possibly have imagined, you know, it's absolutely phenomenal. 
Bonham turned out to be the last piece of the puzzle to fall into place for Jimmy. Bonzo was the hardest to convince because financially, his priorities were at home with his wife, Pat, and their two-year-old son, Jason. 50 years ago, on the second Monday in August, 1968, Jimmy Page gathered all three of his newly selected bandmates for their very first rehearsal. We had this one rehearsal in a small rehearsal room and we all knew instinctively from that point that we'd never felt anything like that before because it was four musical equals with this sort of communion and from that point I got everybody to come to my house and we started rehearsing and recording and as I say it's a very fast route. On August 14th, 1969, Led Zeppelin were trying to get their second album out. We got a new album coming out in uh, for that second week in second week in August, but at the moment uh, there's been a bit, a bit of a delay on it. As it turned out, they were just lucky enough to get Led Zeppelin II released before Halloween. Jimmy Page allowed a friend of his from art school, David Juniper, to design the album artwork for Led Zeppelin II. The album cover had the faces of all four band members and a select few other people superimposed onto the bodies of German Air Force soldiers from World War I. The first Grammy nomination for Led Zeppelin was for Juniper's artwork, not for any of Zeppelin's music. On August 15, 1969, the Woodstock Festival was taking place in New York without Led Zeppelin, who declined an invitation because they preferred to play elsewhere. While Woodstock began, they were completing a pair of shows in Texas. On the third day of Woodstock, Zeppelin played at the Oakdale Musical Theater in Wallingford, Connecticut. Following an opening set by the Mustard family, Zeppelin began with the first song they ever played together one year earlier. On the day in between, Zeppelin played the convention center on the boardwalk in Asbury Park, New Jersey, headlining the show over Joe Cocker, who, by the way, had offered John Bonham a drumming job the previous summer. 50 years ago, on August 16, 1968, the members of Jimmy Page's New Yardbirds were still in their first week of existence as a newly assembled band. John Paul Jones remembers the first thing they ever played. There was an old Yardbirds number called The Train Kept Rolling, which Jimmy said, well, it's just like it's in here, and you go down, digga, da, down, digga, down, digging. Right, so three, four, 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 five, 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 and wow, the whole room just exploded, you know. Lots of uh, silly grins, and oh, yes, is it, man? Yes. It's pretty bloody obvious, actually, <laughs> it was, it was going to work <laughs> from the first number. On August 17th, 1994, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant retreated to a remote part of Wales in Snowdonia not far from Bronneror, the cottage that inspired a lot of Led Zeppelin III some 24 years earlier. Now the veteran songwriting duo were playing to an audience of a lucky dog with gray fur that showed up at the right place at the right time to witness filming of the TV special Unlet It. We went to, to, to Wales really down in the slate quarry there. We had a couple of takes of Gallows Pond and we just started jamming. The great thing about it is, is that working with those guys, it was anybody's game. We let the hurdy-gurdy sort out the drones and stuff and give us a bit of melody and then we give him free range and free mm. wrist to do stuff. Because the more people you bring in, the more of a celebration it is. This is Carol Miller. Thanks for getting the let out. Check back next week for another Get the Let Out Calendar podcast.